if you're watching this playback, we just want you to know that it took four recordings to get this done. So if we're wearing different clothes or our hair looks different or we're mid laugh, <laughs> it's because we knew this message was so important for you guys to hear that even if we had to do it one take at a time over the course of several weeks, we were going to get it done for you guys. So we hope you enjoy it. <laughs> hey friends, thanks for catching another conversation as part of the Abundant Woman Collective virtual event. My name is Samantha Siemens and I am your host and I am so thrilled that you are here today with us because this conversation is special. We have my friend Alyssa here and we are going to be talking about creating sacred rhythms to deepen intimacy with the father, which is something I feel like we can all agree on that we need. And so Alyssa, Alyssa Circle is the author of Be Known, a six-week in-depth Bible study on awakening your identity and calling in Jesus. She is the founder and CEO of Be Together Co., a movement of women focused on biblical conversation, captivating content, community, cultivating faith, courageous living, and changing lives. She's a Bible study teacher, speaker, and has written multiple women's small group curriculums church for church ministries. She also has written a six-day devotional for her Bible study, Be Known, available on the YouVersion app, which the link for that is below. And Alyssa's greatest passion is seeing women rediscover their identity in Jesus and walk in the fullness of his calling on their lives. Alyssa, welcome. Thank you so much for coming. I'm so excited to be here. This is so incredible. Um, and welcome to everyone who's joining the conference. Yes, we are so excited because um, fun fact about this conversation, this is actually our second go around. And so we're just expecting and preparing that the Lord is going to do great things, even with a five-year-old in the background. We're just going for it, friends. Okay, so Alyssa, will you start and kick us off with sharing a little bit of your story and what has sort of got you to this point? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I just want to say welcome to all the ladies that are here. I'm so excited for the next couple of weeks of content and just the speakers that we get to hear from. So some incredible godly women who have some beautiful messages for all of us just to hear what God, just to hear from God and what he has for us. And I think that in this season, it couldn't be more timely and more relevant. Um, as Sam said, my name is Alyssa Circle. I am a wife and a mom. I have two teenage children, a daughter going into high school and a son going into eighth grade. And we split time between Southern California and Nashville, Tennessee area. So we like to say we're a little bit city and a little bit country. Um, and we absolutely love it. We love the fast pace. We love the slow pace. It's really, really, really quite fun. My background is actually in teaching. So I have a master's degree in education. And that really is my heart is just being a learner and being a teacher of everything that I'm learning. And I feel like God has used that in different ways over the years from teaching kids. I actually thought I was going to teach kindergarten forever. And then I got my master's degree and God put me in a classroom with junior hires, teenagers, and I was scared out of my mind, <laughs> but I think it truly prepared me for the season that we're in now. And it just really taught me that those years are 
nothing to be scared of. And um, so many great conversations come out of those teenage years. So I taught um, junior hires for several years until I had children of my own and then really felt like God was calling me to stay home with them. And in that time that I was home with them, I started blogging. So I've been blogging since 2007. Y'all, I'm like an OGer to the space. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I joined Instagram like nine days after it launched. And, you know, I was like on Facebook back in the days where you had to have like a, like a college, a college yes. email to, be, <laughs> to have an account. I'm like aging myself right now for all you youngins, like. When I joined everything, there was no algorithm, right? Mm -hmm. You just saw everything you wanted to see. It was, this is the glory days. Um, and I started blogging, which led to, it was kind of the wild, wild west of brands and businesses really learning how to utilize the blogging space and utilize as they called bomb, mom bloggers. So before the influencer season that we're in now. And I had a lot of brands that were coming to me and they were asking if I would partner with them to talk about their products and services to the audience that I had built. And then many of them began to ask me if I would build ambassador programs for them. And that was how our company was born. So in working with brands, I was like, this is amazing. What if I would be, what if we could create something where we could help other women be in the same situation, be able to stay home or um, work part-time and be able to do what they love and what they're passionate about, which is blogging about great brands and services. And so we, and when I say we, my husband and I created a company called Pollinate Media Group that we ran for over 10 years that created evergreen, evergreen content um, around products and services for brands that we, our content creators would publish online and on social media. And it was just such an incredible season. And I had the opportunity to really teach women how to create a brand, how to grow their social media, how to build a team, how to um, just create authentic content. It was, it was really incredible. But then around 2019, I felt like the Lord was really shifting me into a new season. And he, my relationship with him was changing. It was growing deeper. And I hit a point where I was like, I really just want to be able to talk about my relationship with the Lord more. But I wasn't really working in an industry where that meshed well. <laughs> and yeah. I wasn't really sure what that shift was going to look like. And so the Lord had really began talking to me about laying down the business and stepping into something new with him. And that idea made me feel so scared and so uncomfortable that I spent a lot of time saying no to him because we had already built this business and we had all these women, incredible women that worked with us. And I was like, I can't just shift out of this season because we have all these these people that rely on the business that we're creating for them. And then 2020 hit. And as we all know, 2020 just, it kind of flipped everything for all of us on its head, but it gave, it gave me a, basically a reason to not give any more excuses to the Lord about moving into this new season. 
And so we just began to write together. And that is how the Bible study came about. I actually thought it was going to be a book. I told the Lord I wanted to write a cookbook. He's like, we're going to write a Bible study together. And I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're going to write the Bible study. Just, you know, have my key- my fingers move across the keyboard. Um, but it was just really such a beautiful time with the Lord where he just taught me so much about even spaces where I had not let him in and given him full lordship and reign over. And so in writing and publishing that Bible study, there was so much healing and so much breakthrough and so much freedom that I found. And so I always told the Lord, okay, if I just wrote it for me, then that's good enough. But we've been blessed to have had so many groups of women go through the Bible study since it came out last October and just find their own level of freedom with the Lord from identities that they had been carrying for so long. Some that they realized they'd been carrying and needed to lay down and others that didn't and are just walking in this fresh, new, deeper relationship with the Lord. And yeah, so that brings me to today where I just get to do what I love, which is read my Bible all the time, partner with the Lord in everything and have the opportunity to just teach women how to fall in love with Jesus deeper or at least create rhythms. I call them sacred rhythms so that they can learn how to hear his voice for themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think for me, yeah, or look like we can talk about both. We'll get to both. But I think for me, I have realized in my life that when we when we leave things to to fall under a category of I will get to them when I get to them or I'm sure I'll figure out when that's going to happen in my day we often miss out on on so many on so many spaces or times in our day that we could spend time in the word. And I guess the better way to say that is as women, we're busy. Many of us are married. We have children. We're, and I mean, I know I'm in the fully in the phase of being an Uber mom where I'm just constantly taking kids from one place to the next. Right. And there's a household to run and, you know, things to do. But I, what I have learned is that if I don't create a space and set a time for things that are important, then a whole lot of other things will come at me during the day. And before I know it, I'm like falling into bed and I am just like, oh, I don't think I even opened my Bible today. And a couple of years ago, the Lord really started challenging me and saying, Alyssa, you plan your workouts. You plan dates with your friends. You plan date nights with your husband. You you plan all of these things, like when you're going to go to the grocery store, right? But there's nothing on your calendar that says, I'm setting this time aside to spend time with the Lord. And that really rocked me because I was like, but Lord, you know, I love you. And he's like, yeah, I know that you love me. But if you love me, you should want to spend time with me. And when I look at my friendships that are important to me or the relationships that are important to me and the people that I love, they know I love them because I, they, 
I carve out time for them and I'm intentional about it. I, I make a point to want to get together with them, to want to go out with them, to want to do things with them, to whether it's sitting on the couch, drinking a cup of coffee, having women over for dinner and sitting around the fire pit. But I hadn't really done the same thing for the Lord. I just was like, I'm just going to kind of fit him in to the free moments of my day. And you know what? Some days that still happens and that's okay. But there's a difference between setting space for the Holy Spirit and then just squeezing him into like free moments of our day. And when I learned how to set that space for him, especially for me first thing in the morning, it changed the entire rhythm of my day. It changes how I look at everything that happens. It, it, look, it changes how I respond to things that come up in my day that I wasn't expecting, things that I need to navigate. It changes how I speak to people and it changes how I treat those around me. And it also, beautifully enough, slows down my day enough for me to appreciate all of the different moments that are happening and make me more aware of the people around me and being intentional with, with whether I'm saying hello to someone at the grocery store or taking a phone call that maybe I would normally say I'm too busy to take. And so I think that's why these rhythms are so important and why we need to have them in our day. And if we are going to say, Lord, we love you and your priority are the most important thing to us, yet we don't plan any time to spend with him, I think our actions speak louder than our words, right? <laughs> so let's talk about what those sacred rhythms look like, right? We've been talking a lot about why they're important, but, and why everyone should set the, set a space for them. But like, what does that look like? And so I'm just going to share what that looks like for me. Because I think that these rhythms look different for everyone. I think the important thing to note is, are you scheduling time with the Lord? Like, are you carving out intentional time with the Lord every single day? And, and as to where you do it or what it looks like or what format you use, that's between you and the Lord. I think ultimately Jesus wants you to spend time with him. He wants you to spend time in his presence. He's not like... That doesn't really count if you're doing a Bible study. It doesn't really count if you're reading a devotional. It doesn't really count if you're reading a book by an incredible Christian author. And I think, I just feel personally the Lord has convicted me in those areas to say, I just want you to spend time with me. So if it takes opening up a book written by someone else, or if it takes cracking open a Bible study, and to dive into my word, I'm going to meet you there. And I think yeah. that over time, at least for me, the more I did, I went through Bible studies and read authors' books and did devotionals on new version, the more I just fell in love with the word of God and wanted to read it for myself. And there are times where like this whole week I've been in Joshua 1 and every day I read Joshua 1 because I'm writing my second Bible study. And I realized this week that I was afraid I couldn't do it again. Like that maybe the Lord and I, something special occurred last year. And 
and that he wouldn't meet me in that way again, even though he had already given me the idea and already told me exactly what it was going to be called, exactly what he wanted us to talk about. And so I've literally been in Joshua 1 every single day. And I, I have, seriously, it open in two Bible translations right now. And I just read it every day. And it's okay if that rhythm is reading that same scripture every single day and writing it down because the Bible does say to hide God's word in your heart. And that's how we do it by just being willing to open up his word and spend time with him. So I digress. Here's what it looks like for me. I have found that if I set the table for the Lord, I will spend time with him. So it's like being invited to a dinner party, right? When you, I don't know about you, but when I have a dinner party, I always put out the real dishes and the real silverware. And I love to have a good place setting and flowers and candles. And I want every single person who I've invited over to know that I've, I've set a place for them at my table, that it's important that they're there. I value my time with them. And so similarly, I do that with the Lord and on my desk, I have a journal, I have my laptop, I have multiple books by incredible Christian authors, I have multiple copies of the Bible, and I usually do have a Bible study of some kind because I am a part of other women's Bible studies, and we do go through like Beth Moore's Bible studies or Kelly Minter or Lisa Turkers. Like we, we do go through Bible studies, and so a lot of times I will have them at the de at my desk with me and I will wake up and for me it looks like this I wake up at 5 30 in the morning I grab my cup of coffee I have my my chair my blanket my favorite candle and all of my stuff set up at my desk ready for me to go and once I grab that cup of coffee I sit down and I just take a minute and I ask the Lord to just show up and meet me in the time that I have with them. And so in setting your rhythm, the first thing is set the space. What does it look like? Where is it? And make sure that every night before you go to bed, it's there ready for you in the morning when you get up. Okay, so you're gonna set that space, set that time of day, maybe for some of you, the morning, is not your thing and you are going to do it in the afternoon during nap time or in the evening after your kids go to bed wherever it is that you're going to spend time with the lord set the space so that you can say lord thank you for meeting me here today i'm setting this space because i'm excited to meet you there tomorrow right when we yeah. when we set time aside to go to the gym we book the class right and we book it the night before because we want to make sure we get into the class that we're going to take. Same, same thing. To set a time of day and put it in your calendar and stick to it. For me, it's 530 in the morning, even though I am oh, I'm so far from a morning person. But I have found that when I get up early in the morning, that I'm there in the Lord's strength and I'm there in obedience and I'm not there with all my distractions. No one needs me at 5.30 in the morning. No one's awake in my house. 
There's no laundry to be done, no dishes to be cleaned. I am fully present. And I'm just like, Lord, I'm just going to spend time with you and tell me whatever it is that you want to tell me. And sometimes for me, that looks like just opening up the Bible to some of my favorite books of the Bible and just starting to read and then asking the Lord what it is he wants to speak to me about. I remember a few weeks ago, I was I had opened up my Bible to the book of First Kings. And I was like, Lord, can you speak to me today? And I have like five pages of notes of things that he showed me just going through First Kings chapter one. And so the next day I was like, First Kings chapter two, First Kings chapter three. And I think the Lord will speak to us if we create space and an open invitation for him to do so. Okay. Yeah. So you want to set your space, set your time, set your alarm <laughs> and, and show up. Yeah. Right. And the reason, like, it seems easy, but the reason why I call these sacred rhythms is because in saying them to you, they seem easy. But when you're actually trying to create that rhythm, it can be hard because there's going to be so many things that are going to come at you. So many reasons why I have 30 so early or actually I really need to do this or I need, I really wanted to go to bed early tonight. Or I really wanted to watch this movie with so-and-so or I made plans last minute to go do this. But when something is sacred to us, it means that we prioritize it. And if we're going to prioritize spending time with friends, spending time scrolling Instagram, spending time um, going to coffee shops or whatever it is, if we're going to spend time doing that and that's important to us, then we should also guard this as a sacred rhythm. Because Romans 12, 2 says, like, we're, we're called to be transformed. We're called to not have the world determine how we spend our time and shape our opinions and our life. We're called to have the Bible shape that. And the only way the Bible can shape that is if we're in it, if we're reading it. And, and that's why I say, like, if this feels intimidating to you to actually read the Bible to open it up and read it and you have no idea where to start, then grab a Bible study. It doesn't even have to be mine. Just grab a Bible study. There's so many good ones. I've done like 30 incredible Bible studies over the last several years, and you can find them in my Instagram highlights. Grab a journal and just start asking the Lord to show you um, how he's going to meet your needs or where it is that you need to to focus on him more. And I promise you, he will show up because his greatest desire is to be in relationship with us. That's why he created us. He created us because he was looking to be in relationship with us. And, um, and that's why these sacred rhythms are so, so important. Yeah. And I love that you, I remember you even praying like, Lord, wake me up. And I'd be like, oh God, he's going to do it. <laughs> he did. Um, but I always thought that was fun example of like, I'm not a morning person either, but 
I have to do it in the morning or else the rest of my day is just sort of off, like you had said. And so I've asked the Lord, Lord, and I know this is his desire, right? So with my desire lines up with his, then he'll answer it. And so, Lord, can you help me to wake up early? I Mm -hmm. learned from Alyssa and was like very specific, like in the six o'clock hour, please. But (laughs) can you, um, can you give me a hunger to read your word? Can you give me an understanding for the word that I'm going to read today? Right. Because this also doesn't come, I mean, for some maybe, but I felt like for me, it didn't always come naturally. When I read the Bible, I wanted to study something. I wanted to prep for a sermon or for teaching or something. And that was like my meaty hunger, but I lacked in the just meeting with him and in the just Mm. creating a space for him. I was studying for, to do something for God, right? Which is great, but it's not the best because he, like you had said, just wants to be in relationship. And so that means he just also wants to spend time with us. And so that sacred, sacred because it's priority and protected and Mm non-negotiable even rhythm because you do it more than once. It's not a one and done. And there's grace if you don't do it perfectly because there is no like perfect. Sam, so true what you just said about how when we prioritize spending time with people and getting to know people and it's like we want to, we say that we want to know Jesus. We we say we want to hear from him, but that doesn't happen without learned practice of spending time with him. It would be like me saying, Sam, I'd love to get to know you better. And then never calling you to hang out, never texting you, never asking you about your life. Or we go to coffee and I, we talk about the weather and, and we talk about great food, but we never talk about how we met our husbands or what made us passionate about serving Jesus. And, and that's where these rhythms come in and make them so important. Right. And I think if we want to grow as, as people, then we have to do the work to do that. Right. So yes, it's uncomfortable and yes, it's hard. And yes, it means that we have to put aside distractions. But if you look at, if you look at how Jesus modeled all of this for us, it's hard to say, well, Lord, I don't want to get up early when you read the word and it's like Jesus retreated to pray all the time at all hours of the night. <laughs> well, Lord, I'm, I'm busy and, and I have to go do this. Or I have to go do that. Or, you know, people are calling me and Jesus had people following him all of the time, everywhere he went, but he still took that time to retreat and spend time with his father. And so we need to do the same thing. And so if we want to grow and become spiritually strong so that we can become, I always say to my kids, like, we want to be the aroma of Jesus everywhere we go. We can't smell like Jesus if we don't spend time with him, right? I once heard a pastor say how he spent an entire day in a coffee shop. And when he left the coffee shop, he smelled like coffee. And that's, wouldn't that be, isn't that how exactly how we want to be where it's like, we want to spend so much time with Jesus that we emulate him in thought, word, and action in the, as the overflow of like who we are to everyone around us. Like it just becomes 
this natural overflow. And I think when we create these sacred rhythms, that's exactly what happens. And so if you are looking for just how to get started on that and you're looking for a great Bible study, grab mine. My Bible study is all around like rediscovering your identity in Jesus, not just knowing who he says you are, but coming confidently coming into agreement with who he says you are. So you can walk in your calling using the gifts he's given you in every season of your life. And I promise you like each day, the homework is not overwhelming. You can split up the homework over two days if you get overwhelmed, but it's going to walk you through not telling you what, I mean, it will walk you through like what the word of God says, but it also gives you the opportunity to study it for yourself so that you can become confident and opening up the Bible and reading it and spent when you spend time with the Lord. So you can grab my Bible study, be known on Amazon. Um, I also have a writing partner through my church. Her name is Erin. She's incredible. We write women's small group curriculum. So it's focused on community and building community. There's no homework, but it's designed for you to do life with other women and study the word of God together. So we have BU as our first one that came out in February, and it is seven weeks long. And it talks about healthy friendships. Like what does God say about healthy friendships with other women? What does it look like? And then we have um, another curriculum coming out in just a few weeks on Romans 12 called Be Transformed. And then later this year, we have a third one coming out called Be Blessed. And so lots of just, we're just trying to create lots of opportunities for you to spend time with the Lord. And so you can um, grab our studies, grab anybody's studies. Honestly, just I want to encourage you to spend time in the word. Your life will be transformed in the most beautiful way. And you will love better knowing how well, knowing confidently how well you are loved by the Lord. There's nothing, nothing I found greater or more fulfilling. So um, come connect with me on social media. I spend a lot of my time on Instagram. You can find me download my, um, my devotional, my six day devotional called be known on the Uversion app. It's completely free. You can join my email list. We, I send out a free devotional every Monday morning, just to encourage you at the beginning of your week. And Sam, thank you again for having me. I'm just so thrilled that you've brought together so many women who want to chase after Jesus together. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm.